Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world, sometime with a little help from my friends. Um, And today's guest, uh, I'm so excited to have on. I'm always excited to have all of my guests, but this one, like, this one's it, guys. Like, she is beauty. She is grace. She is perfection in this sweet little like person bubble. And I love her so much. Oh um, she is my, my back alley lush dealer. Yes. <laughs> um, and now the secretary of anime Boston, 2023. Miss uh, Allison. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you, dear? I am so good. Uh, <laughs> Longtime fan, longtime listener, uh, f- first time calling in. Uh, real, real pumped to be here. First, dear Annie, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so excited! Allison and I have known each other for a minute. Yes. Um, yes. Like officially, I don't know. Is the I... AC? Yes. So I, I don't think I was like brave enough to like approach you or friend you on Facebook until it was, it was a Kineticon where me and Jessica and a couple of our friends, we, we did a masquerade skit and I, we, we ended up winning best performance and I, and you were, you were like hosting it or a judge and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to finally friend Katie Hunt on Facebook. And I, have have never looked back but the first time I think I was like aware of you was another anime convention 2007 uh you were Tamaki for half of the weekend and then you were Maze Hughes for the other half of the weekend and and I I I fell in love and (laughs) I legit dead ass you you were you were my bi awakening like we all have (laughs) moments like I am dead serious and I was like one of these days I'm gonna be at like a staff party and I'll be drunk enough for something to tell Katie this but I'm, I'm gonna tell you live right now like legit legit so I I thank you personally for uh, allowing me to learn that about myself an honor and a privilege let me tell you <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh God, Alan, we're learning so much about each other tonight. Right, <laughs> we're right, right. two minutes in. Right, right. I figured I'm like, you know, we're just we're just gonna get to the meat of this. Let's <laughs> go. I've been holding on to this for like 15 years. It's happening. <laughs> I was like, um, one of these days she's gonna have a podcast and I'm gonna tell her <laughs> and <is>. everybody this. <laughs> Oh my god. So we're already off to a good start. This is so exciting. Beautiful. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, I know we definitely met at an AAC and it's just so funny to me, like people that I know now that I'm good friends with and like we talk about like us meeting and it's always that story. It's always like, I was so nervous to talk to you. And I'm like, but why? I was, you, you were a baddie. Like you were like the shit. And this was like back in the day where it's like, there wasn't, there really wasn't this culture of like internet celebrity cosplay celebrity like it just didn't have the accessibility and reach that it has these days Mm -hmm. so those people that you would see at events hosting masquerades like in in cosplay games and stuff like that it was like oh my god like these are people that are nerds like me but they're like they're like elevated in a way like they're they're cool they're better than me yet somehow accessible like it's this weird like celebrity culture slash like like parasocial relationship of like oh my god we're both nerds we're we're fans we're in this same weird strange and crazy environment like but it's just funny to me to think that like people I talk to now like had moments where I'd be like hi how are you and in their head they're just screaming at the top of their yes yes (laughs) I have this this memory and I I probably think about this I don't know, like maybe twice a month, give or take. No. But um, it it was Sunday of that AAC oh, no. where I first met you, and I remember it, it was back in the day mm-hmm. where the whole point to go to a convention was to take pictures of other cosplayers. Sure. Like, like remember when it wasn't about like I I need a selfie with this cosplayer. I want people to take pictures of me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was like I'm gonna bring my crappy like. $30 point and click 
Canon mm-hmm. pocket camera yep. and get a picture of every single cosplay I recognize, even if I don't recognize it, whoever it is. But I was like, it was after, it was either after opening ceremonies with Masquerade that I was like, like clenching my chair. Like I'm like, I need to get a picture of Katie Hunt. Oh my <laughs> God. And I ended up getting a picture with you. I either asked my sister or my mom to take the picture for me. And I remember walking down the hall and being like wait 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 hold on hold on hold on and like running up to you and being like hi oh my god I don't remember what I said but I was just like can I it was just like fangirl noises and then I did eventually get out can I take a picture with you and I wish I could find it I actually tried to find it earlier in the week before before recording and I'm so sad that I couldn't find it but I'm in like a nightmare before Christmas beanie kind of thing I have like a white wig on and I'm just like clutching your arm in like this vice grip like oh my god I'm just like Hughes right yes yes I remember taking this picture (laughs) I just remember you being adorable you were just like oh my god like thanks you so much like you did such a good job this weekend and like and yeah can I have a picture I'm like sure but I I remember this yes I'm so glad you remember me being coherent in any way, shape, or form because I felt like I just made noises. Being Maze Hughes at that convention that weekend was wild because before that, I had mentioned before like how Hughes came about a few episodes back just because I was mad and I was like, oh, this character works for my personality. Sweet. But like that masquerade was wild. Oh my God. Legit. Legit. (laughs) Like, I mean, people rush the stage. I was attacked. I, I had to hold myself back, quite frankly. Like I, I would have joined the mob a hundred percent. I would have led them if I had the chance. <laughs> that number one fan of the Katie Hunt fan club, in case you weren't wondering. Like Allison Damn Wharton. straight. Damn straight. Do you remember there was there was a Facebook group? It was like Katie Hunt fan club. I was in but, it. I was, was literally never it. wanted to talk about it again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a fan club. And I was yeah. only in it to make sure people weren't weird. <laughs> Right, that that's very brave of you. That was my only purpose of that, not to be like, oh my god, it's Katie Hunt. I was right, just like, right. please don't put like my underwear up on auction. Right. Like, how did you get that? <laughs> no, no, no. We we were way quieter about that part. That, that was a side group that we, right. we wouldn't let you in. Totally obviously, understand. Obviously, yeah. yeah, yeah eBay auctions, got it. Right. <laughs> well, enough about me. Allison, you've come with some stories for me today. Have you not, dear? I have I've come with some stories I literally I literally have like like a note app on my phone and I every every time I thought of something weird I would like just throw it in there and be like maybe we'll talk about this but so I do have I do have stuff all right well let's do it let's do it what do you got for me first yay oh my god so first is one of the more slightly more recent ones okay so um my friend Melanie Coombs um Groostastic on mm-hmm. Instagram um so they literally exploded um at Anime Boston 2019 and I had to host the death match by myself that's right that's my opening that is my opening line to this story <laughs> my friend exploded and I was on my own <laughs> yes exactly so um this was a year where me and Mel were going to be hosting the death match and mm-hmm. we were super super excited cuz we had always we've hosted things before together separately but every time it was together it was like with someone else and it was always super super fun like I loved it but I was always like oh my gosh one of these days it'll be like just the two of us because we've we've been friends for a billion years um I met them at Anime Boston oh my gosh 2010 I want to say it's it's been a while I've met I've met almost everyone important in my life at Anime Boston I I met my husband at Anime Boston like I'm, I'm the maid of honor for one of my best friends um weddings uh in september um who i met at anime boston so anime boston means a lot to me obviously it's home um it is it really is home i feel like people people say that and like sometimes they're joking but like dead ass it's like there's just such there's such a familiarity to it there's such a good family culture with attendees and staff and and i love it Um, obviously which is why i'm i'm so psyched to be on the executive board this year (laughs) like it was it was a surprise but i was like I was psyched. Best email uh, ever. Yes. <laughs> email, like, who's on staff? <gasps> <laughs> they used like your maiden name, and I was like, mm, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally, so I, I was, my name is Allison de Blasi, but, um, I'm going as Allison Parent on some things just to like avoid confusion. Cause I got the nomination as Allison Parent mm. and I didn't want to be like, oh, oh, and now me, Allison de Blasi, like I'm taking over and like, I didn't want to avoid, like, I wanted to avoid confusion. But like, what are you wearing? Some regardless. sinister mustache? Like- <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> if, if this had video, you, you would know. <laughs> Yeah, so Anna of Austin's wonderful, blah, 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 blah. Um, me and Mel had always wanted to host a official, like, cosplay game, the two of us. And we were like, this is our year. This is going to be amazing. This is fantastic. Um, uh, they were this amazing, like, humanized version of Bowser from Mario. And it was a absolutely incredible costume, um, horns, face makeup, like two like snatched to the gods. It was fucking incredible. And so, and I was, um, I was Princess Daisy and it was going to be a super fun time. And our whole shtick was going to be like, oh, the death match didn't have the budget for Mario and Daisy. So you get <laughs> so, uh, Mario and Peach. So you get Bowser and Daisy. We're like the B team, but we're going to like struggle and have a great time anyway we had all of these shticks it was so amazing and we're like this is gonna be so incredible and so um that day that saturday friday of anime boston mm-hmm. of 2019 um before the whole world exploded right. um i i staff anime boston obviously um but I was doing my staffy stuff. So I'm in the dealer's room. I'm getting, um, I work in our charity department. Um, so I was getting like charity stuff set up. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be heading out to like host this thing in a while. So, you know, just doing my own thing. And meanwhile, Mel was with um, my husband and a couple other friends doing a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And um, right after they like finish some of the photos all of a sudden and this is this is like you know from from a different perspective because I'm meanwhile like I'm doing things not even not even realizing what's going on but Mel apparently just like goes down like starts like heaving like is obviously in some sort of like major medical distress and one of the first things they they say is like don't tell Allison like they're like brink of like dying because like so like they go down um my husband gets them back to the hotel room um one of my friends Kara Kara literally has to like run back as they're trying to like get them in a car um they're they're back at the hotel room and like my husband the whole time is like are you okay like do, do you need an ambulance do you need an ambulance they keep saying no until eventually they're like yeah I need an ambulance don't tell Allison. Don't mm-hmm. say anything to Allison. Tell her I'm fine. I'm fine. Whatever. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, like, so, so they end up going to, um, bring a women's hospital in Boston to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, what the fuck is going on. Sure. Meanwhile, I'm like, la 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 charity. So cool. And then I get a call <laughs> from my husband mm-hmm. and he's like, so first off, everything's fine. Don't worry. And so obviously I'm like, mm. everything must be terrible and right. something is going down and right. the world is ending what's happening. So I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? What's happening? Wow. I'm not convinced. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So he's like, so Melanie had to go to the hospital and I immediately start crying, obviously, because I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, Mel is dying. Like, oh my God, like what's happening? I'm freaking out or whatever. He's like, no, don't worry. It's fine. He's like, you know, it's just, you know, something we think just, just something's off. Like, you know, there was just, you know, some something's off and like because of how vague he was Mm. I was immediately like it is so much worse than whatever he is saying and of course my first thought is oh shit I'm gonna go to the hospital now because I need to be with Mel and then Nick was like oh well you know check in you know aren't you aren't you hosting like deathmatch in like an hour and I'm like oh fuck oh shit oh my god so (laughs) I'm trying to figure out what to do I like I'm like okay I need to get up to you know convention like um uh, cosplay ops or whatever and so I'm telling you know my my staff person like hey I need to uh, run early I think something's happening and I need to tell like you know the 
the head of the death match that like something's you know going down fully intending to be like i also can't host death match because i sh- surely i cannot do this in in this condition because i'm freaking out mm. um so so uh like this this person looks upset like what's going on and like like pe- people that know me were just kind of like oh what's what's happening allison doesn't really get rattled by things like mm-hmm. what's what's up mm-hmm. um and so i'm like very very vaguely because i don't even know what's going on i'm like i'm like mel can't cuss but mel can't host death match with me and she's at the hospital and blah 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 and all this stuff right. and like just sort of like did what i needed to do and it was great um because then afterwards was when my friends were like okay so just so you know um uh mel had a a cyst rupture um and is going to be and i I asked permission to be able to to tell this part of it Mm -hmm. um it is now going into surgery um they're not going to be able to like call you or say anything yet but like uh, just so you know they they are in good hands um but they are also um getting major abdominal uh organ surgery right now just so just so you're aware Mm -hmm. and so then then afterwards i got to like collapse and freak out and all of that jazz of course but but I, one of the, one of my favorite memories, and I can, you know, say like, like, how do I work under pressure? <laughs> I know how to deal with that. But that's, that's one of my favorite stories to, to look back on. And mm. I, I nominate uh, Mel Grustastic to eventually be on this podcast someday. You want some good stories. Uh, Mel has, Mel has definitely got some. So I tag Mel is it. No. Right. <laughs> Mel, where are you? Anytime. Anytime you want to come on. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Talk about being tagged in um, past this past anime Boston. Ooh. I was, you know, I had, those few rare moments that you get to yourself like when you've worked at the convention all day mm-hmm. like it's nice you go and you're like hmm food might be an option and like hey I might actually get to see like a corner of the dealer's room this is nice you know right and it's like I I but you know me I'm the person that's like I get to jump in and do something I'll help like I'll just go not a big right. deal. Oh, of course absolutely so, you know, I got my I got my few moments and I'm walking around and I feel my pocket going off and it's just vibrating and it's like mm-hmm. Brian um who is um assistant in Mask HQ director yes. he's all like um hey where are you hey uh do you want to do stand-up and I was like wait. stand-up yeah that's how it was like represented to me and I'm just like wait what and I'm oh just thinking to myself, I'm like, how much material do I have? So I'm like, I'm wandering back towards Masquerade HQ going, do I know any jokes? My whole life is a joke. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> can I do that? So, you know, I just kind of poked my head there and I'm like, what are you talking about? And suddenly Andy's there and he's just like, hey, so um, we, uh, this guest, um, yeah, they're not here and they're supposed to be at Anime Unscripted in looks at watch half an hour and oh God. we need a fourth for anime unscripted so yeah that's <laughs> like wait who's an anime unscripted because i mean in the past my friends have done it like they've all like gone up there and i'm like yeah, oh yeah. so it's just like people on staff or whatever they're like no it's the voice actors and i was like what <laughs> so i did anime unscripted this year with me greg Ayers, <gasps> Brittany. And her husband, whose name is escaping me right now, Matt? No, probably not. I probably just ruined everything. But like the point <laughs> is, the point is, I was like the least famous person on that stage. <laughs> like I felt, I felt very inadequate. But but it was a damn good time, and we had a great time, and I had so much fun, and they had fun, and the event went very well. It was very exciting for me. But unfortunately, I had to be like the professional person that was like, I'm not gonna freak out right now because Greg Ayers and I talk, you know, like on Facebook, we're friends, we've known each other enough mm-hmm. conventions and stuff. We talk. So he saw me. He's like, Hey, there. and I was like, Greg. <laughs> and I'm like he's still got a catalog of like voice acting career, like. Right. Oh, of course. Twenty something years, and I'm like, cool. Um, I um host mass grades, and um, I wrote a book that no one's reading. So no, <laughs> and I'm here too. No. And me too. So I feel like I had to work oh extra hard to keep up with them, but it all went well. But like I said, same situation where it's just like, cool. Can you do this thing in like thirty seconds? I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> I can't promise anything, but sure. Right. Consummate professionals here. Right. We'll we'll jump in wherever we're needed with a smile and absolutely kill it. 100%. Because you have to give like 100%. Because even if it's not going well, it's still 100%. 
Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent of, of something. Of so, something. you know, but it's, but it is a hundred percent. That's the important part. Uh, I remember when, when Mel, yeah, I remember that. Cause I saw you after and you were still a mess and I was yes. like, it's okay. What happened? I saw online, but I don't know yeah. what's happening. Yeah. That was a, that was a dark day. And I was like, surely this is the worst thing that's ever going to happen to a convention. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so wrong but yeah <laughs> and then next year the convention exploded the end and, and then the convention exploded oh, not like oh, the world my exploded. not so much the convention right it, it could have oh my gosh being on the um being on the advisory so uh i'm secretary this year but i was not a lot of people know about this but there is a thing at anime boston and it needs more attention in my opinion so i'm gonna plug it now um it's called the advisory committee Mm -hmm. and it's basically kind of like it's it's like an anime boston executive internship like you're not you're not quite holding an executive position, but you have executive forum access. Um, you get to be on the executive calls and kind of listen in. Um, you get to work on or get assigned like fun projects. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the years that I did it, I did it for two years, and um, I got to go through with my fellow executive um, advisors um, the um, the bylaws of Anime Boston. So all of the fascinating, boring paperwork and like legal jargon and all that fun stuff about the convention, mm-hmm. we got to kind of like sift through and just be like, "Wow, what needs to be updated? What needs to be edited and stuff like that?" And uh, I swear to God, it's more it's more thrilling than I'm making it sound like. But so I was on the advisory committee for 2020 and being on the back end and watching the anime Boston executives react and just absolutely crush the response of like all of a sudden having to plan a convention during a pandemic that the you know trying to figure out is the convention gonna still happen question mark is it gonna be completely canceled question mark is it gonna have to be pushed all of these things like getting to watch kind of in real time those decisions being made like absolutely inspiring and so hilarious kind of seeing on the other side of like people and attendees like reacting to things because you Mm -hmm. had so many people that were like why is anime boston like worried about like a disease like a flu that no one's even gonna get sick about like why why are they even considering canceling versus some people being like the fact that they haven't like immediately canceled like this is terrible oh my gosh like why aren't they you know why aren't they you know doing things faster and all that stuff it was so crazy just to see that entire whirlwind like happening you know what's funny is like I knew the whole thing was serious back when the, the world shut down in March. Like, mm-hmm. I knew it was serious. Like, Absolutely. I wasn't, like, a person who was like, oh, my God, this isn't even a thing. Like, never right. in my mind did that cross my mind. I don't think I took it as being that serious until they canceled AV. Right. I feel well. like... <laughs> I feel like it was a harsh awakening for like a lot of people because mm-hmm. like everything, everything about COVID was so theoretical and like just sort of like a story that people were hearing about that didn't mm-hmm. directly affect them. Right. And all of a sudden this huge convention that for some people, like we were saying, like it's home, it's a happy place. There are some people that it's like, it is the, it is the most important thing that happens to them all year. And they look forward to it all of a sudden, like that's being affected by this coronavirus thing was mm-hmm. like this crazy, crazy, like gut punch to like so many people of like, Oh wow. This is, this is serious. I was like, Oliver Wood. You can't cancel yes. Quidditch. You can't cancel Quidditch. Legit, legit. That was, <laughs> that was the perspective of so many people. Like, like I get COVID is serious, but like, please, you can't cancel a convention with 20,000 plus people just because of a little infectious disease going around. Right, like, like with the Lysol people, it's fine. It's right, fine. Exactly. It's oh my gosh, legit. 
literally it was like wow is this show gonna happen and we just have to spend like a million dollars on like you know like cleaning supplies and like Lysol and all these things like it was it was it was so wild to like see it on the back end and And we did this year we did yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) right Uh, it's probably the best that conventions ever smelled we're being real Right? I was going to say. Like, like, people, like, the waft was not horrible this year. And I feel like I want to thank, waft. like, Germix for that. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you mean. I've never heard someone describe it as the waft. The Sunday morning so, waft. That's so apt. <laughs> it's like, take it in. Take it all right. in, oh, kid. Man. It smells like home. <laughs> I've always been lucky staffing. I'm in the dealer's room, which mm-hmm. is a very wide open room. So sometimes I forget the waft even exists until I go to some smaller rooms and I'm like, oh, there it is. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I found Allison um, at the charity booth this year um, in a in a sweet little daze eating like a chocolate crepe or something, I think it was. Yes, it was. Um, it, was uh, it was like a flatbread from Italy something and I'm just standing there and I'm watching and I'm like she's gonna notice me eventually I don't have to say anything and Joe is with me and he's like don't you want to I'm like no no just give it a minute and all of a sudden you're just like you look up from it and you see me with like mushrooms and flatbread falling from my mouth but that is also tradition for us because I have to find you at every convention right oh absolutely like be it for back alley lush deals or just to see you and say hello so that we know we've communicated through the weekend exactly right right Mm -hmm. oh my gosh I'm so I I love my job now but I do sometimes really miss working at lush because I I do miss coming to conventions having a backpack of like face masks and like moisturizers and being like here you go everyone but like oh oh such like the salesman time. from uh, Resident Evil. What are you buying? Literally, literally, what are you buying? You face masks? Like, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I do. I miss it sometimes. Sometimes I, it's always tempting to just go to a Lush anyway, now that I have to pay full price for everything and just get a bunch of shit anyway. It's so, so tempting. So tempting every single year. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So we have, we have the story about Mel blowing up, but they're okay. Yes, yes, they any, are. They are very okay. Any cosplay stories? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> one of my first experiences of how, how do I put this diplomatically? How <laughs> weird, how just fucking weird some people are. How just absolutely batshit awful mm-hmm. some people are. Mm-hmm. Um, me and me and my twin sister, Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say this phrase with all of the cringe that my heart can muster. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a point where we, we were pretty big in the Hatalia fandom. Um, <laughs> not, not, not crazy, but like to the point where like, like I, I ended up being on like a panel as America and every, everybody loved America, the, the, the character. Um, and it was like my first taste of like, of that sweet, sweet cosplay fame. Mm-hmm. To- that people were just like people were running up to me and be like oh my god you were so funny in that panel oh my god you were the best oh my god like a man can I have a hug can I whatever like it I was just like oh my god like what is this feeling and I can I can see how that can get dangerous for mm-hmm. some people. like I can see it like I I towed that line I stared into that abyss and mm-hmm. I I almost fell in and I laugh about it now and I'm like, Oh my God, so cringe. But at the same time, it's like, God, it felt so good. Like it was just this like a bizarre celebrity high of like, Oh my God. So it's like, we're, we're all nerds. Like we're not clearly yeah. there's a, clearly there's a reason we all do this. And, and maybe, maybe one of those reasons is that we did not get a lot of attention elsewhere or in high school or, or whatever it is. Regardless, there, there is a void that is filled by mm-hmm. that sort of like attention and mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was so cool mm-hmm. but um so me and Jessica were America and England mm-hmm. and we were we were walking around you know waving waving to the peasants because we were just so fucking cool and at one point you know someone runs up to us and they're like oh my gosh America and England can I get a picture of you guys and we're like yeah absolutely so we're doing some poses or whatever and then they're like hey so I I super super ship 
um, America and England together. Can I get some, can I get some shippy pictures? Nope. And we laugh and we're like, oh, sorry, we're, we're actually related. Like we're, we're actually twins. Mm-hmm. And I, and I heard a phrase that to this day just like chill, chills me to the bones mm-hmm. and this gag reflex but they look at us with these wide eyes and they just go even better twin cest is win cest and me and jessica just did not know how to react to that like we were like oh what what no oh cool um um uh oh no and like <laughs> it's so funny because like I I loved like I loved the the Hitachin twins from yeah. Oran High School Host Club yep. and I was always afraid to approach cosplayers of them because I'm always like there are some people that have some very weird feelings about them and I am a fan of them because I am a twin and they are hilarious characters, but I do not want anyone assuming that I am some weirdo that likes them as twins just a little bit too much. So with that experience, my, my heart goes out to those cosplayers that have to, to deal with that and that weirdness. But it was like, Oh, that is such an interesting thing to say to a stranger. Well, there it is here my my brother in christ like this is not this is not the venue for that oh my god but it was like it was just very strange and yeah, like you just look at your single well it's half past a freckle we gotta go right and bye <laughs> but i i i look back on on that like nowadays and just in general like I I was never so I was never super super big in a lot of like the bigger cosplay fandoms I feel like a lot of my anime interests were like not necessarily like the opposite of what was popular but like tended to be some of the less popular things like I was never one of like the billion like Naruto cosplayers or you know or or even like Death Note and stuff like that but I sure did cosplay when Hatalia was super big Mm -hmm. and when Homestuck was super big (laughs) and I I have never really after after Homestuck I started actively 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 avoiding cosplaying in super popular fandoms because just the defensiveness the toxicity the bizarre the ego I'm not gonna lie the Homestuck people were weird they were weird. I was I was one of them. So I have have you have you ever read the have you ever read House Stuck, Katie Hunt? Have you ever um, have I, you dabbled? I dabbled to mm. see if I could understand it. Because I mean, here's the thing. How old are you, Allison? I am 30 years old. Right. I am seven years older than you. Now. Wait, no, <laughs> no way. No, you're not. Yeah, no, I'm going to be I will be 37 in December. Oh. <gasps> You are so much more youthful than that. Oh my god, we can't get on me again. Now (laughs) No, I was gonna say, like, uh, I thought this was the Katie Hunt fan cast. Everybody already knows about your serious crush on me. Now listen. Now listen. No, so I mean I I come from the end of like what I consider the golden age of anime. Mm -hmm. So like getting into newer stuff is a bit difficult for me because I started watching anime with my sister um when she started watching sailor moon when it was airing on usa in um the channel wow Mm -hmm. yep before you were born now (laughs) (laughs) that's not a joke (laughs) i don't think you were alive yet so maybe maybe two one or two years old when that was a thing so i mean like i grew up with like original toonami like i you know what i mean so like all the Mm -hmm. stuff like dragon ball z was on there and big O and then they had Outlaw Star show up and then you had Bebop and like all of like those animes that are classics now because mm-hmm. that doesn't make me feel old as hell but I mean <laughs> anything that they consider a classic so it's like when you start going to conventions for as long as you do and you're still cosplaying from the things that you like and you kind of find things in the same genre um eventually things are start like start to pop up and you're just like what is this Right, and, right. And Homestuck was one of those things where it's like, what is this? Because it's not technically anime. 
no, not not even close. Not even close. You don't need to beat around the butt. Not even close. Yeah, no, not even a little bit. So it's like okay, not in my wheelhouse. But you try to figure it out because you're like, well, I'm also hosting conventions, so I should probably have an idea of like what all this stuff is that I'm talking about when I'm introducing it. Right, right. The um, kids but, like it. Yeah, the well, the kids <laughs> seem to like it. Yeah, <laughs> I would never let my child watch. Yeah, so you know, it's just like one of those things where it's now where I am as far as anime conventions go personally. It's like when I cosplay, it is very rare I cosplay from an anime, not because I don't like it anymore just mm-hmm. that i'm gonna cosplay from something and these kids are gonna be like what are you dressed as right <laughs> oh okay it's oh fine gosh. if it's not something that's like sailor moon or dragon ball z they're out like maybe right. probably beef up now because the show came out but i mean robin jess just did um outlaw star a little while ago like oh, awesome gene starwin like a whole yes. group. it's like yes i appreciate that you appreciate that people that are in like our mm-hmm. age group appreciate that but i think if rob was to wear that to a convention our generation of people would die over it oh absolutely and everybody else would just be like i don't get it like what are you what are you you have red hair (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean even trigon now like at least they're rebooting trigon so and like but that's one one that's recognizable but it's just and it's funny to me too i felt like at this past anime boston there was a lot of people in a lot of older school anime. Did you notice that? I a hundred percent did, and I laughed because I I love reading the um the convention feedback mm-hmm. forums, and mm-hmm. someone complained. Someone complained that there were too many cosplayers cosplaying from old series. Which, like, I- number one. Great, great feedback. Um, mm-hmm. I, I am personally going to bring that to the executive board and ask them to start kicking out um, cosplayers that are cosplaying from an anime that came out before 2010. Um, the motion will be passed, I'm sure, unanimously. Of course. So thank you. Thank you for your feedback, random convention attendee. Thank you. I will um, never cosplay again. Thank you. Right. <laughs> but number two, like, what a, what a bitter thing to say. Like, oh, to, from old anime. Like, okay. They said it's like a thousand Demon Slayer people, like, roam the halls. Right. Right, and I have I have nothing against popular anime. No. I, have, I have I have been part of it. Oh but yeah, just this bizarre like, oh my gosh, like like you have to cosplay like from the latest thing. Like it's so it's just, I don't I don't I don't know if I care for some of the some of the attitudes of like some newer cosplayers where it really is about like oh do the newest thing so you can get like the the highest reach on your on your socials and all of that, but. Uh, right. But regardless, yeah, it was very nice to see older anime represented in the right. way it was this anime Boston. Um, but I guess I guess the whole point of my rant was, and I'll just reiterate what I said um, the last time I talked about it, is I have to pretty much be bullied into new something new. Fair. Totally <laughs> like, fair. Oh it's not because I don't want to. It's just because... I feel like I like my classics. I I like those shows. Like I'll watch some new stuff. Like I've been watching some new stuff now. Like just uh, again because people cosplayed as it for masquerades. I'm like, oh, that show looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, am I committed? No, but have I watched it? I have. And right. <laughs> am I running to Joanne's fabrics? I'm not. Um, right. But you know, it's just like it's one of those things. It's like that's just the generation gap, and it, it's funny. I never thought that would be a real thing because I cosplayed so much back in the day, and now it's just like I still cosplay. I'm just not like, oh my God, I have to cosplay from every single thing I watch. Right, exactly. And like, I I remember being younger and being like, oh my gosh, like the AAC, Anime Boston, Kineticon, whatever's coming up. Oh shit, I need to, I need to look at, you know, what's really popular right now because mm-hmm. I need, I need to watch these anime before, before the con begins. Like, right. oh my God, can you imagine just the, the social faux pas of like not knowing what like, you know, Hatsune, Beep Bop, Shibidi Wop Wop, the anime is that all the kids are talking about. Can you imagine if I don't recognize Blorbo from, you know, Skibidi Bop Bop, the anime that all of the kids are obsessed with can you how embarrassing well not even that can i tell you like as a a masquerade host oh boy i swear to god God, like it is their mission to find the most ridiculously named character in the show and dress up from it just to ruin my life me personally Mm. not anybody Mm. else just me like literally i go through like this is this is my process allison okay so Mm. we do we do the little like rehearsal Right, it's like a three-hour yeah. rehearsal. Everybody gets a chance to walk on stage, figure out their skip. Blah, blah, blah. Fine, mm-hmm. you know all these amazing cosplayers. They're adorable. Some of them it's their first time. Some of them they've been doing it for like longer than I've been alive. You know, it's a very wide range of people. But I'm sitting yeah. there with this notebook with a pen, 
phonetically writing down these names. Oh my gosh. Now, now, okay. Now I've had all day to practice these phonetic right, names. Right. Now at Masquerade, I'm there like the hour before going up to people going, I'm going to read this to you and you're going to tell me if I sound stupid. All right. <laughs> Every single person. And what happens, Allison, is that by the time you're on stage and there's lights and there's people and there's music and there's oh, like, of course. the ADHD is real. Right, right. I get to sham bam, walla walla bing bong. And it's like, <laughs> Ted, <laughs> it's not right. I'm like, shut back. Oh my gosh. I'm oh like, I'm literally the worst. And I feel like I'm illiterate, but I'm not. It's just like, <laughs> right, no, I swear to God, you can read. I can read. It's just like, what? You don't know how excited I get when I look up and I see a character that I know. I'm just like, oh, thank God you're Serena. Right, right. Like, thank God. Oh my God, I know you. I but know then, you. Hey, right. I know Sailor Moon personally. But then, but then the other side of that coin is their cosplay name. Oh my gosh. Like, no. Right. <laughs> no. Oh like, wh- who is this? They're like, oh, is this character from this random, like, is this random Final Fantasy character who is a background person in, like, one scene in the first six hours of gameplay? Of course you know it. And I'm like, right. no. Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, of, of course. Uh, I'm like, what, I'm sorry, which Final Fantasy? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, like, that's my hell. That's the hell that I go through every masquerade, no matter where I'm hosting, what I'm doing. It's just like, oh, guys, like, why? Oh my god. I have experienced that a total of one times, and I I cannot imagine repeatedly doing it. I got, see, so I got the opportunity, I think it was, oh my gosh, Kineticon 2017. Um, I co-hosted the masquerade with Billy. You did. So, so catch him cosplays. You and did because I, I went to that masquerade. Yes, I I love him, and it was it was such a fun time hosting that. Mm-hmm. But it it was also obviously very terrifying. I don't know how you do it. Uh, you are made of stronger stuff than I am. Obviously not well because I can't read. <laughs> well, no, because I I don't even remember what it was because I think my brain is like purposely like blocking it out so I don't like fall to the ground and like in just in pure cringe every time I think about it. Hmm. But I I forget what it was, but it, it was one it was one skit and I was or it was like a, a it was some I forget if it was like whatever it was it was like a skit or a performance or something sure. and it was something where we were saying like the character names like before they came on and all that jazz and as they were walking on I'm like standing there like yay it's them cool hyping them up and stuff like that one of the people in the group walks by me and leans forward and really just in this nasty voice says it's pronounced Blorbo or like whatever it was, whatever the name was, but it was said with like such venom and nastiness. I was like, do you think like I, I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm going to fuck up this person's masquerade intro. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin their day. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna pronounce it so wrong on purpose, simply because I am a spiteful asshole who doesn't want any joy in this world. And I'm going to ruin this person's day. Like it, it was an accident. And I, I pronounced it to the best of my ability. I didn't ask for pronunciation help because at the time I was like, oh, that's an obvious way to pronounce that. But right. oh boy, I was I was very wrong. Shame and on you. Yeah, exactly. I know. And I, I ruined their entire convention. Like mm-hmm. people complain about Kineticon for like a bunch of reasons. But in reality, it was that moment. That yeah, moment. You, is you ruined all of 2017 personally. I, I single-handedly destroyed <laughs> Kineticon and I just Ugh. really... Really, I'd, I'd like to go on this podcast and say, I'm not sorry. No, but <laughs> I, I wish that were a true fact, but unfortunately it's not. Um, but I, just, I, I would just like to come on this podcast and say that I would like everyone to know if they've ever been in a masquerade with me. Um, um, just know every single time I have to read one of your names, pure terror runs through me. <laughs> <laughs> like i mean i guess it's not exciting if it's not a little thrill in it but it's like oh god right please, of course please and it's funny too because this year and i'll admit it this year it got down to everyone's just like my name is like you know whatever it was and i'm like okay mm-hmm. but everybody was like some people would just have their first names like not their mm-hmm. cosplay names or they would have their first name next to their cosplay name i would legit just read their first names i love that <laughs> cool i have an option you're this 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 and this thank you we're moving right. on <laughs> 
I love the I love the imagery of all of these people with their like super elaborate cosplay names, and then it's like, oh, we have you know, uh, Sakura Keyblade Master Hoopty Doo cosplay dot whatever, and Bob, <laughs> like, and Bob, <laughs> and Bob. <laughs> but also, it's like funny because like nowadays too, like all these cosplayers they've got a cosplay page. That was they the do. thing. No, oh my gosh! I remember we we had our like angel fire websites. We had our live journals. We we had cosplay dot com accounts, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. th- that was it. That was where you found people. That yeah. was where you you built your base. Now people yeah. like it's it's a whole brand. Yeah, and I I equal parts love it and equal parts hate it with every fiber of my being. <laughs> Mostly because I worry that new cosplayers coming into the scene now won't get that kind of same experience that we had back in the day where it was like oh my gosh like-minded people who like anime too wow what a fun community I feel like there was just so much like camaraderie in just this sort of this sort of like like community of like just oh my gosh, I've found people that are similar to me. And like that alone was enough in common to build these like incredible bonds and friendships with people. And to me, that is number one, the most important thing about a a convention and cosplay, like really like building those friendships and relationships with people. Mm -hmm. And I worry that some of these young kids will come in and be like, oh, this is about building a brand. This is about monetizing. This is about making a name. This is about, you know, being seen rather than kind of like just living in the moment and enjoying other people and like making friends and all that jazz. Like, I think there's, I think there's a lot of great things that have come out of like cosplay now. And I think it is, I think it's fantastic for a lot of people's like self-esteem and it gives people, you know, an opportunity, like the the people that really do want to, you know, build a brand and network and all of that more power to them. I think it's fantastic, but I always worry that people think that that's like, that like that's the right way to cosplay and the whole point is there's no there's no right or wrong way to go to a convention unless you like want to be an asshole and like i don't know pronounce people's names wrong then you're an asshole then you're just the worst kind of person and should be should be yeeted out um on the streets um, Hi. But, <laughs> but like i always worry i'm like i hope people know that like we should be here to make friends and right. have a good time. And your experience at a convention and your experience cosplaying is not going to be lessened by you not having like a million TikTok followers or Instagram right. followers or like right. an OnlyFans or whatever, whatever it is the kids are doing these days. Yeah, to, you know, it's funny. I had a TikTok account that I was just, I didn't care what happened. I was just having fun making stuff if I made anything. Mm-hmm. And watching other people's stuff because I think people are amazing. Um, yes. But at Anime Boston this year, it's like I made one TikTok and all of a sudden I had like 40 new followers and it was hysterical to me. Oh my like, God, that's what? so crazy. What's your username? Stalker. Um, <laughs> I'm my- definitely not opening up TikTok right now. <laughs> I have to open it up to find out what my name is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just Juggles Geese. It's at Juggles Geese. That's my TikTok um i love that and i just make the most random things like there's no there's no brand there's no agenda there's no mm-hmm. like there's no consistency to it like people have a story in their tiktoks allison and i do not i'm just like this seems funny <laughs> yeah i'm i'm gonna watch every single one of these now yes you are <laughs> you, have a, you have a good amount of videos you were making it sound like you had nothing all. oh my god i will well there's my entertainment for the next few nights <laughs> i don't even know how many videos i have like oh yeah well now that i'm scrolling through it, it's like okay well i guess yeah and it was funny too is i got tiktok while i was in a catering truck outside like during the pandemic i needed something to do while i sat and waited for people to like come get their food so that's how my tiktok journey started um and i have oh not god. gone viral um and that's fine um, but there, there are, yeah, there are a few cosplay ones on there. Um, but yeah, um, enjoy that. But the anime Boston one know. is my favorite. So um, I don't know if anybody follows Noodle on uh, the TikTok, the pug, Noodle the pug. Yes. But what was today a Bones Day or no Bones? Day? I haven't found out yet because oh, he hasn't shit, come up on my feed. But I will. Uh, I will oh. check into that. But the day of Masquerade, um, it was a no Bones Day. 
So I'm backstage at Masquerade. And I was like, hey, guys. And I pull the camera up. And it's the whole, like, backstage of Masquerade. Like, all the people competing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's a no-bones day. We're done. And everyone just starts getting up, packing up, oh. and going to leave. <laughs> I love that so much. We gotta go. It's no-bones oh day. We're God. done. Oh. <laughs> I do. But people can say what they want about TikTok. But this, co- the collective power of, like, these TikTok inside jokes are so powerful and delightful and bring me so much joy and like 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 everyone everyone knows what a bones or a no bones day means and like I just I I love it it's a whole new level of just like mimetic iconography that like scholars will look back on years from now and be like what the fuck did any of this mean? Like, what? What? What was a bones day? What was a no bones day? Like, Are they talking about dinosaur fossils? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Did they oh. find the bones of their brethren or not? Why? Why would they celebrate this? Like what? <laughs> oh my goodness, Allison, I miss you, and I'm so glad you've been on the show. Too. I'm, I am so glad to to have been here. And- is there, is there anything you'd like to promote while you're here? Any fun things coming up or anything you'd like to promote at all? Oh my gosh. In the world or? Yeah. Um, specifically for Anime Boston staffers, if you ever want to know how it is run, mm-hmm. I will plug the hell out of the advisory committee. Um, let your, you let your department head or director know that you are interested. Um, mm-hmm. it is a nomination process, so you can't get nominated if people don't know you're interested in it. Right. Um, I highly recommend it. It is, it is part of the reasons why I got here, uh, this day in mm-hmm. my current role and it is very exciting. Um, and, and then, uh, yeah, that's, that's all she wrote. Okay, okay. Um, I am going to promote my book, um, That Could Have Gone Worse, Life Lessons from a Dinosaur Cosplayer. Um, it is available on the Amazon, um, but a dollar from each book sale is going to the Sadie Hook Promise, Trevor Project, and Planned Parenthood for the foreseeable future because I feel like supporting everything that people want to tear down so yes i love that so much so um yeah please go buy a copy of that because there's some great convention stories in there as well as you know people i feel like it's a good book for people that are starting out in the cosplay world um that you know might feel like they also were a bit of a misfit because i felt like a misfit when i was younger bullied and betrayed and um not very popular and then i actually found myself in high school thankfully and then in this cosplay community so that's kind of what this whole book is about uh, so please go pick up a copy and um, support things. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for tonight. So Allison, again, thank you. Love you. Um, Love you too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking know. I know. <laughs> um, and hopefully uh, we get to meet up outside of the cosplay world at some point because I feel like there should be a day. Oh, uh, Absolutely. Dead ass, 100%. Absolutely. Guys, thanks for listening and have a good night. Bye. Good night, everyone.